Taryn Brompit founded a movement 12 years ago to help people feel good about the body they're in. To stop the insidious desire to be thinner, fitter and be just like those airbrushed and heavily edited images that dominate magazine covers and swarm social media. First, there was a doco called Embrace and aimed at people pretty much like me who've grown up in a diet culture and to try and change our way of thinking about ourselves. And then in 2022, there was Embrace Kids because feeling bad about our bodies is impacting people who are younger than ever before. Let's take a quick listen. I'm Taryn. Ten years ago, I began a global movement to help people embrace their bodies. But people younger and younger don't like their bodies. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. Because in the media, no one's really like me. And I am determined to do something about it. We're not born hating our bodies. It's something the world teaches us. Her work was recognised nationally and in 2023 she was named Australian of the Year. She's continuing to find ways to get people to love the skin they're in. And we're lucky enough that Taryn has decided to spend some time with us today here at 6PR. Taryn, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. I'll be brutally honest with you. I I loved Embrace, but then when Embrace Kids came out and I sort of, that, that is a bit of a trailer clip that we just played there. And there's really young kids talking really poorly about their bodies and just your heart breaks, absolutely breaks. Mm. So unnecessary. And it was the reason why we made the Embrace Kids film uh, was because after everyone had seen the first film, uh, Embrace, Mm. uh, they said, gosh, I wish I'd seen this when I was younger and it could have prevented a lifetime uh, of misery around how I felt about my body. And we knew the statistics around how kids were feeling in Australia uh, about their bodies. Um, 77% are in body image distress. So we knew that we needed to do something. We know how powerful uh, film is. Uh, so, yes, we made that film and it's just had such a um, beautiful impact on, on kids' hearts and minds about how they relate to their bodies. An, an amazing impact and well done to you. But we're still in this era. Uh, I haven't found a way to kill off social media. Um, please let me know if you figure it out, Stern. But what can we do and how do you feel about the current environment that we're in, the way that, in particular, uh, the way the algorithms work with TikTok and Instagram, do we have a lot more work ahead of us? Yeah, we sure do. But what I remind young people and adults alike, um, so this could be a tip for you, is that (laughs) not to forget that you are in the driver's seat when it comes to social media. You get to decide um, who shows up on your feed. Yes, of course, there's algorithms, um, but the algorithms will only be dictated by what you like, comment on uh, and follow. So Jamila Jamil in the Embrace Kids film, who's a global activist and actor, says um, about social media, block, mute, delete, repeat. And I think it's such a powerful and simple way that we can be reminded that we can unfollow people that don't make us feel good. Um, We know that we do this comparisonitis thing where we look at other people and think we wish we had what they had. Um, But when it comes to bodies and body image, the best thing we know to do is not follow appearance-based images on social media. Look at landscapes, look at cat videos, look at anything else. Just don't look at bodies because it will make you feel lousy. Yeah, cat videos, they do make you laugh, I reckon, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> they do. Now, we, we spoke a bit on our program last week and there's been some more work in the papers here in Perth and it's to do with schools 
and the food that is being served to kids. And I really wanted your opinion on this because does one sort of feed the other? It's this idea that uh, schools are banning uh, chips, lollies, uh, biscuits. Uh, the latest one is ham in sandwiches that's causing concern. Do you think the focus on food and what goes into kids' lunchboxes at school starts to stitch in this sort of diet culture stuff or what's good or bad. Do you have any concerns about it? Yeah, look, I think it can, most definitely, because what we're saying is we're sort of demonising those types of food um, and making them bad and removing them. Um, and, of course, we know with young people um, is that when you remove something like that, they're mm -hmm. going to want to find it and access it somehow. Um, so I think we just need to be really careful around um, yeah, how we talk about and communicate about food. Um, and I think um, there's a, you know, a large group of people who sort of will advocate for, yes, but there's, you know, we need to make sure our kids are healthy and removing this is a good thing. What actually is even better is empowering young people to make choices about how they fuel their bodies. Uh, and that's what we try and do. We try and empower kids to make great choices that give them the energy to do all the amazing things that their bodies can do. So I think I don't think removing chips and lollies and even ham now, um, that's a new one. I haven't heard of that one. Um, I don't think it's going to um, help or support. I think what we need to do is go back to the basics of how do we help our kids make great choices in life and inform decisions. So is it simple as having conversations with your kids to say, how do you feel now after eating whatever it is, as to how, how you're feeling in yourself? Is it about having a conversation with your kids or do you step back, you just move away from it and just not load up the language? I don't Help me out here. Yeah, look, I think that I think I think there's so many nuances in family units that really we need to tap into our intuition and make those choices. For me, as a mum to four kids, uh, my choice around food is gentle reminders about how particular foods can make us feel. Um, so, um, you know, if there's been a Macca's run that happens, you know, in my house, I'll often talk, you know, an hour later, going, "I bet you need a bit of water after all that salt or <laughs> um, or the crash." You know, I just try and gently, gently. I mean, three of my kids are teenagers. So, I mean, I'm just hoping and praying that something gets in and crossing my fingers half the time with teens. But um, I think we need to chip it away at it. Um, but I think we just need to know as adults that good making food good or bad um, doesn't really help our kids. Um, but we just want to get them in tune with how their bodies feel. So often I'll say, you know, gosh, if we had Macca's, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner, we had it often, we'd probably feel really tired yeah. um, and not have the energy. Um, but when we sort of eat these sorts of foods, gosh, I feel so much better. Um, so I think there's a way to do it. And I actually think intuitively we all know um, for parents listening mm. how to do it. Yes. The one off. I'm feeling better about last night's dinner, Taryn. It was just, I'd had a difficult day yesterday. So I made pancakes for the family last night. We had breakfast for dinner. Gosh, everyone smashed it. It was quite all right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you do what you've got to do. I love that you've shared that, pancakes for breakfast. breakfast. Some days you've got to get it done. <laughs> Some days it's just this is what's going to happen in our household tonight. Can we chat about the latest work you're doing here? So it's not a documentary. You've penned a book. <laughs> yeah, kid's book um, about my dog. Uh, so Chico the Schnauzer is the name of the book. And Is your dog actually Chico? It is, yeah, ah. Chico. Yeah, that's my, that is my, that's my Schnauzer. So, um, so when we made the Embrace Kids film, um, Chico came sort of with me to some of the filming um, and he's often a dog that, you know, doesn't really leave my side. Uh, and we decided to do some animations in the film. And we spent such a long time developing an animated Chico um, that 
after we'd finished the film, you know, I was looking at this character thinking, oh, he could help kids, you know, really learn to have um, a great relationship with their body. Uh, and that's sort of how the, the idea was seeded. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not naturally, a, you know, a, a children's you know, book author. Um, so I had to sort of spend, spend some time <laughs> researching um, and just sort of came up with what I thought was just a fun kind of simple way to show how, you know, the gates left open, Chico heads out on the biggest play date of his life and all of his different um, doggy friends are doing different things with their bodies. And Chico tries to do them and but can't um but it's not about saying oh you know my body can't do that or your body can do this it's about chico celebrating all of the differences and all of their skills and abilities and saying gosh you're amazing um you know ginger the golden retriever um or susie the sausage dog at the things you can do and but chico saying here's what i can do and i think you know the fundamental message in this book is to embrace you know diversity um to embrace that we've all got different skills and our bodies can do different things our imperfections make us perfect as they would say i've got a story Mm -hmm. for you about Susie the sausage dog so i was very fortunate your publicist sent across a copy of chico the schnauzer and i take it home i've got a five-year-old and so we've read it a few times because she can never just read a book once and we were out at our local park and there was a couple of sausage dogs and Lucy says oh. to me, she goes, oh, look, mum, there's the sausage dogs. They're really bendy. Their bodies can bend. <laughs> there you go. That is so beautiful. Their bodies can bend. Yeah, that's so fun. I think she I was, love that. That's really nice for me to hear. I think uh, she was. It's I, kind of the best part of my job. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think she was waiting for them to actually go and, you know, be <laughs> part of this adventure <laughs> with Chico. But anyway, um, hey, what do you hope for this generation? I mentioned my daughter's five, um, I would really love for social media to not exist, but I, I don't think I can control that. Um, no. So so what are you hoping, I guess, by the time that my daughter might be a teenager, that we're in a world that's doing what and, and how can we all be part of that? Yeah, so I, I'm the executive director of the Embrace Collective and we're a charity focused on the prevention of body image issues. So we are just excited to get in as early as possible. Um, you know, from early you know childcare centres, through schools, through sporting clubs, with all of our free resources that are evidence informed and creative and fun, um, and to make sure that in every setting where a child uh, lives, learns, and plays, there's the reinforcement of the message um, that you know your body is fine just the way it is, and to move it, and to nourish it, and respect it, and enjoy it. Um, that's our that's our hope. So you know. Down in the future, I, I'm, I'm, I'd like to think these, these young kids coming through now um, are kinder to one another because they're kinder to themselves, um, that they celebrate differences, um, that they don't, com- you know, compare their bodies to others, and mostly that they just focus, you know, on the functionality of their bodies and how their bodies feel and what they can do with their bodies as opposed to what their bodies look like. And there might be people listening to this who just think this is all a bit mamby-pamby. It's all pie-in-the-sky stuff. Like, come on. That's why I work with researchers. (laughs) We work with academics. You know, we just got back from Harvard. We just got back from the White House. Um, You know, our work work is powerful, um, meaningful, um, enjoyable, uh, but it's all backed by science. So we we know that um, young people with a 
higher appreciation of their body image, are more likely to eat fruit and vegetables, they're more likely to move their body, they're less likely to smoke, drink, uh, uh, take illicit drugs. Um, so, yeah, to your comment, um, this is one we need to get right. All of the science tells us what to do. Um, and we've take, taken complicated science and turned it into creative materials and resources that cut through into people's hearts and minds. So, um, yeah, read the books, watch the films, you know, go to go to the embracehub.com for free resources. And we know it's an issue and we've got solutions for the big issue. And every now and again, have pancakes for dinner. Tara, thank you so much for joining yeah. us today. I really appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. Lovely to chat to you. Thank you. Taryn Bromfield, 2023 Australian of the Year and a woman on a mission to make us feel better about ourselves and well done to her. If you want to have a chat about it, let me know. What do your kids tell you or your grandkids tell you about their bodies and how have you tried to shift the discussion in your household? One double three eight eighty two.